following podcast is sponsored by the Hood College Bookstore. Most of us think of a bookstore as just a place to buy or rent books. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. The Hood College Bookstore is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood-branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups, and they even have Hood-branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The bookstore has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The bookstore has your back. Need a last-minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College Bookstore has you covered for all gifts, school, snack, and clothing needs. So the next time you're in wit, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Parker Bear, and the name of this podcast, Technology, and receive 10% off your purchase. Everything that is except books. But listen to the show first. Hey everyone, I'm Parker Bear, and welcome to our new podcast titled Technology. This podcast is where myself and my co-host Dominic Scarpignato discuss the newest technology stories going on in the world and how it affects everyone. Whether it's the new phones coming out or new tech companies releasing a new product, we're here to talk about it. With all that said, let's jump right into it. Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of our new podcast, Subtle Technology. I'm Parker Bear, and this is my co-host, Dominic Scarpinato. How you doing, Dom? How about you, Parker? Pretty good, man. Uh, it's been a crazy week, but, you know, finally got to start this new podcast. I'm looking forward to it. How about you? Busy week with the hurricane and everything over here on FIT. So yeah. It's, yeah, it's... It's been a mess. It they're just the last, you know, week just getting everything prepared for that hurricane. Just because it's category four, and like I know you where you're at, I'm gonna get it. It's gonna hit tomorrow. You said right? Uh yeah, it should hit tonight or tomorrow, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely no joke right now, and we're hoping and praying for everybody down there that's you know getting hit right now is okay, but um. Dom, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, as a co-host? As you know, my name is Dominic Scarpignato. I go to Florida Institute of Technology. My major is electrical engineering. I currently have over 50 credit hours towards my degree. And yeah, that's me. Nice, nice. And the engineering field, it's it's tough, isn't it, Dom? Right? It's the the success rate is very low and very people that get through is it's hard work and it's hard work yeah yeah so that's a little bit about Don. a little bit about myself my name is parker bear i go to i'm a junior at hood college and my major is integrated marketing communication i'm looking to get into the business field um do marketing work and for the sports industry and hopefully the opportunities in the next couple of years will come my way and i'll start making a name for myself um so heading into our, our main topic today, guys, we're going to be talking about NVIDIA. They just released their new um, 
graphics cards out to the public and it's a big it's a big deal because around the 40 series which oh i can't believe it was like the 10 series was like how many years ago like 60 years already no it was it was not even a decade ago exactly it's it's crazy how fast the technology has advanced with video cards and just how much it's made an impact on just people's lives and their computers and just their productivity every day. And they're also four times faster, which is kind of surprising because, you know, with uh, Moore's law, we expect the uh, number of transistors to uh, in a given area to double. So density doubles almost every two years. And if you graph that over the past, I believe 30 years, that that's been almost a linear line. What this is saying is if it's four times faster, it's basically saying that we doubled Moore's law with the speed of a computer. It's weird to think like, will it keep, will Moore's law keep occurring or will it eventually come to a halt? So yeah, well, I'll get back to that point in one second. Um, Looking at the article here that I have, um, talking about um, quoting, with a new R- GeForce RTX 4090 and GeForce RTX 4080, your system will have the power to render fully simulated, fully ray traced worlds at the highest resolutions with incredible levels of detail and unbelievable performance. Portal with RTX NVIDIA Racer RTX and Cyberpunk 2077's new ray tracing option, Overdrive Mode launches soon, demonstrating the incredible experiences developers can now deliver with the GeForce RTX 40 series graphics cards. So one thing that stands out to me from having friends that have had the 20 series and the 30 series, you know, the step up in performance is definitely there, but now we're getting into seems like where technology has advanced so much that you can push this kind of high levels of ray tracing and higher performance of any rendering. I mean, thinking of how these video cards, you know, the price tag definitely shows I don't have it listed here, but these things are going to be pretty expensive. Uh, upwards of probably over close to $900, I would have to assume, right? It depends on which one you're looking at, too. Like, if you're looking at the 4070 or the 4080, well, actually, yeah, the 4090 even. Yeah, definitely. So we know that the 4090 and 4080 are the ones, or the big ones we're looking at right now, the ones that just came out. And, mm-hmm. yeah, th- those are definitely... Uh, upwards of $900. Yeah, definitely. It's for that premium price. I mean, for what you're paying for a 4060 compared to what you're paying for a 4090, it's a big difference. Like just, just based on how much power it can put out. I currently in my system at home have a 1660, which does good. It's fine and everything compared to this. However, um, it's night and day. And what, uh, actually I'm curious, what uh, what graphics card do you have right now in your own computer right now at home? Uh, so in my laptop, I have a 3050 Ti. So I, I have one of the 30 series. Mm-hmm. And it, it works very well for everything I need to do, but I, I couldn't imagine having like a 4080 in here or 4090. That would just be insane how much yeah. more capable my computer would be. And how much more, you know, with power and productivity that your computer would have. I mean, with the one you have now, the 3050 Ti, that's, it puts out a good amount of power, I assume. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then also it consumes a good amount of power, but I'm assuming that 4080 would definitely consume a little bit more power. 
Yeah. And I think the biggest thing that impresses with me is just NVIDIA's just stride to keep pushing it with their technology. Like this, this car, these cards that they put out every couple of years, it's like their series of cards, they just keep getting better and better. And, and it's not long ago. I mean, you and me can probably relate to this when, you know, we were younger. I mean, like when graphics cards first were really becoming like a standardized thing within the technology world, it was expensive. Like it, it didn't, it was not affordable. It was not, you know, an everyday item that you could go out and buy in the store. Definitely uh, more difficult to get uh, a, little, a little bit less, uh, didn't get as much value as, as much you spent for the card. You got less overall utility to price dollar ratio. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, it seems like you're getting, especially if it's four times faster, the 40 series, four times faster than the 30 series. And it's not four times the amount of money to get the 40 series. So your utility alone per per price increasing a lot, the 40 series. Yeah. And the biggest thing that people are listening that might not know what a graphics card is, like with how it works. So within your computer, or anything that needs processing power of video speed and everything, that's what your graphics card is going to run. It helps produce better graphics, better performance, all of that. And and especially with um, developers in the world that create games and different things, and even video editing, these cards make it a lot more efficient to get the job done quicker. And I mean, you can speak for yourself, Don. I mean, I mean, I might have a 1660, but... You're beating me pretty good on a 3050 Ti with how much power that can put out and how much compared to what I can do. Your laptop can probably do a lot more. Oh uh, yeah, I could do a little bit more. Uh, but the uh, the 3050 Ti it's definitely lets me do what I need to get done. And also, as these cards get better and better, the strain that each new item in the future, like games, for example, the strain is going to put on your graphics card it almost always seems to match or close to match what the most capable cards of the time are uh, doing. With the, uh, with the new 40 series out, it also probably means that our games and our softwares will become more advanced because now our graphics cards can handle that sort of stress. Yeah, exactly. I think it's, and as well, like the system that you have or whatever, you know, whatever you have, it needs to kind of match what your, what, how much power that thing is going to put out. So if you don't have as much RAM, like, you know, it's, it's definitely going to affect it because, you know, you know, there's video RAM and then there's just regular memory. And especially with video RAM, you know, these cards, they're going to have a lot more, you know, power in them, but also the video RAM that it can process it definitely makes a big difference. Like you have a 3050, I know a say, for example, a 4080 is going to have some more uh, video RAM than your 3050 would. By, by a pretty uh, substantial factor. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to think that, you know, just like, it's not even like a decade ago, you know, let's go back like to eight years or something. RAM, like, and like with these cards, I said earlier that the power that they had, you know, the price you were paying for it was not what you would get now just because they weren't, you know, technology was not where it is now with these cards, just how much, you know, Ram you had 
and how much was acceptable at that time just doesn't cut it in nowadays. I think my uh, my previous graphics card, I believe the VRAM on it was only two gigabytes. Two gigabytes? Yeah, two gigabytes. Jeez. Two gigabytes of VRAM. Wow. And now you're looking at VRAMs of upwards 12 gigabytes, and that is literally six times the amount of VRAM that I had. Damn, that's that's kind of unbelievable. <laughs> like two gigs. Wow. That's crazy. Small quantity in today's world, but you know, two yeah, years ago yeah. that was a that was a good amount of VRAM. And it's also what was capable of that time with you know power, you know, intensive power of graphics and different things, and you know, video editing. You know, it was a lot. It was a lot less than it is now. The the programs, the programs and stuff like we said earlier, you know, it they didn't require as much power, as much processing. But you know, as it seems like, at least to me that are our programs that we run as, that we sell as uh, the people for commercial use or just you know in general that mm-hmm. it's largely it, it's dependent on how capable your processing is it's not the other way around processing isn't dependent on uh, how capable your programming is or your software or whatever it, it's what we sell yeah it's, yeah. Depend like the, the quality of what we sell is dependent on what our graphics cards can do or what our processors can do. And I think that, that yeah, I think that definitely is nowadays, especially with you know PCs and you know certain programs and software requiring more power, processing power, you need you know these cards to really do that. You, you can't get away with just you know, a lot of laptops nowadays, you know, I've seen it on online, you know, different like micro center, for example, um, I had an experience where, you know, I was going to buy the current computer that I have. And with what I was looking at, a lot of them try to, you know, charge you upwards of, you know, over a thousand, you know, 1500 bucks to 2000 and you'll get a, you know, a good, a lot of good stuff, but you won't get a good video car. They'll cheap, yeah. cheap out on that. Yeah, the, a lot of places did that because, you know, we, we were at a, uh, if you're talking about like a year or two ago, I believe, we had a uh, chip shortage. And yeah. I, I believe now we're heading out of that a bit, so we shouldn't be in a shortage of chips. I don't know, maybe with the 40 series coming out, the demand would be so high that we don't have it now. Currently, I think we're good in the chip uh, area, but if that happens again, then, you know. You're gonna I be think, buying your you're gonna be buying your 40 series cards off of eBay for like triple the price of their retail value. And I yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, you probably honestly might know more about this than I would, but um, especially with eBay, um, scalpers are a big thing in this genre and this um field that not a lot of people might not know that are listening that like you know. What are why are these people like scalpers? Why do they want to get these cards? You know, like how are they, why are they paying all this money for them? And I think you might know a little bit more about like you know in detail like why scalpers do this and you know how this affects the market as a whole. So basically, the reason why one of the big there's many factors for why uh, there was a chip shortage. One of them being is uh, mining of cryptocurrency. So a lot of people are using the NVIDIA cards to mine cryptocurrency. And over 
so you know they're buying these cards and there weren't enough cards available to meet the demand of the cryptocurrency miners crypto miners what nvidia did was they they tried making it more difficult to mine with their cards make it more inefficient because that's not who they're selling to they're not really trying to sell towards crypto miners they're trying to sell more towards gamers in that sort of area so that, that's kind of how nvidia dealt with the demand of graphics cards that they were selling and it seems to it seemed to have a substantial effect yeah i think it definitely makes it more important now that you know if you want one of these cards you're gonna have to buy them. you know you're gonna have to get them while they're in stock because especially the first especially the first first batch i mean you and me can probably relate that you know trying to buy or just looking to buy something of that like first batch you're most likely if you're not there like one of the first people to get there you're not going to get it you know what i mean definitely personally i I wouldn't recommend going for the first batch because usually there's a bunch of uh, little errors and everything with uh, the first batch of especially a new series so Usually the uh, second or third set uh, that they create, they kind of sort out those little errors and everything so then you actually get a better product. I do recommend waiting a little bit before purchasing one of these new 40 series cards. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that because like you said, all the little errors and little problems that they might have, the, you know, the bugs that might need to be fixed, they are fixed out of these cards. You know, nothing's ever... It's nothing seems like it's ever good on the first try anymore, especially when it comes to technology. Like, I mean, yeah, you're, we're dealing with uh, so many transistors on these things, uh, literally over billions, I believe, are in the like hundreds of billions, if not trillions, point of transistors on each one of these little cards. So, there's a lot of space to go wrong. Yeah. So, going into that you being an engineering major, could you explain to um, a lot of the viewers that, you know, in the engineering field and the lingo that goes on, you know, you mentioned to me before we even started that, you know, looking about like designing some of these cards, you know, knowing the ins and outs of them. Can, could you go into a little bit of detail about that? So these cards, uh, what we have mostly are transistors on them and transistors when power sent to them either read a zero or a one. And depending on that zero or one, it's called binary. It has a computer do a certain action, right? And then we uh, we have gates, so then we can combine the transistor readings into gates. And then those gates, like let's say we have an AND gate. So we have two transistors going into an AND gate. In order for that AND gate to read a value of one, those, tr- those two resistors have to have a value of one. Otherwise, the, uh, the AND gate will have an output of zero. And we have these uh, gates, I won't say necessarily in series, but we have these gates all combined to do certain functions, like print hello world onto your computer or mm-hmm. whatever you wish. So it requires a lot of those gates, so, so much so that you have hundreds of billions to be able to just power up your computer, basically. Again, I'm no engineering major, so a lot of people might, it's a lot of words at once, but what do you mean, like what you're trying to say is uh, like, you know, how these cards read code and, you know, talking about like, you know, the numbers, like that's important to how these cards run. And the more they can push that 
and like to power to the computer that kind of goes hand in hand if i'm following right so yeah uh, the zeros and ones zero stands for uh if there's power if there's not power one all that so it, you either have an output of zero or one and you can you combine these outputs and combinations to give a certain code usually we have eight bits that, that's usually what most people work with eight bits so eight bits means that you have eight digits of zeros or ones in today's world you're looking more towards 32 to 64 bits that allows more uh, information to be stored within a set of bits the bit set of 32 or 64 and which basically means that it's, it's hard to count as a person 32 bits but the computer can do it just fine so it makes programming the computer a little bit easier yeah and i think um you probably know this um, more than i would like um operating systems or os's for computers they especially like windows for example um there's different there's like 32 bit and there's 64 bit so like what you're talking about like you know the bit rate that's important as well when it goes to that because these graphics cards so, you, you have to kind of match it i would say if i'm reading that correctly you you do it's uh so basically if you're outputting at 64 bits you want your uh your OS to be also at 64 bits. That's what most people recommend. Uh, I'm not sure if you could do 64, 32, or anything like that, but it's most optimal to have your, uh, six. if you have a 64-bit processor, you want that 64-bit processor match a 64-bit operating system. Yeah, it, that makes sense. Because it, it wouldn't make sense for you really to have like a 32-bit operating system and then have your card, you know, outputting a 64-bit, like need to read that. Like it needs to read a 64-bit like bit rate. And it's just, I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of numbers, but it's it's just part of going it is graphics cards now, these video cards, you know, it there's a lot of technology built into them that you know general ones built into them. Yeah, exactly. Um Looking at the stock price right now of NVIDIA, um, today it is at rate ranked at 127.36 per share. That is actually up from past week where this cards, you know, were not announced and, you know, they were still doing fine, but they definitely, they've gone up in 2.6% with the announcement of these cards. And I think that, I think it also goes with you know, like hype value as well. Like, you know, looking at the business side of it, which is something that, you know, that both of us are interested in looking at, you know, like the NVIDIA corporation on like the NASDAQ um, stock exchange. I mean, I can see a clear increase of just, you know, interest in like the past week of just, you know, people interested more in getting these cards and, you know, looking to maybe invest in something long-term with, you know, how more powerful these things get. And I think, you know, you probably would know, and you definitely, I would say, know more, more about stock exchange and stock shares than I would, that, you know, like, why people would be wanting to, you know, invest in a company like this, you know, with the announcement of these cards. So the 2% increase, uh, that, it's difficult to exactly measure what that means, because 2% is a decent increase. But if I, had to, if I had to assume what that reasoning is, it's because, of course, the 40 series, but not just that, the 40 series are now four times faster for NVIDIA. And if, if that's true, then 
compare the competition, NVIDIA stands out right now, which means that it's a better choice to invest in for most investors. It's a safer investment, get better outcomes, better dividends for what you invest. So if that's what I would assume the 2.7, was it 2.7%? Uh, two point uh two point six zero percent two point sixty I guess but yeah six percent yeah two point six mostly on so yeah that's what that's why I was assuming the two point six uh increases due to for the most part I'm sure I'm sure there's other factors but yeah it, and especially some from someone that hasn't really spent as much like I I know the stock market I've paid attention to it not as extensively as as you have Dom but like especially with you, like, can you sit, like, tell us a couple of um, the stocks that you've um, invested into, like, that have been on the up recently? We, the ETFs, for the most part, uh, have been up. If you're, if you're talking about mutual funds, uh, mutual funds are also a pretty decent investment. It, it depends on the time you're investing, again, of course, and all that. So right now, inflation is kind of high. So stocks, your, your rate of return, it may seem high, but you have to count you have to count in inflation and all that, but for the most part, uh, if you stay in the market long term with stocks, just in like the S and P five, well, yeah, stocks in the S and P five hundred, just S and P five hundred shares themselves, you're gonna probably make some money. Yeah, I think that the biggest thing, again, somebody that might listen that might is interested in stocks, definitely try to you know pay attention to certain things that you're interested in. Because, you know, it never hurts, right, you know, to try, just try to start. I mean, it's definitely kind of like you're playing a game, right? Like you kind of have to monitor, like, you know, when do I want to pull my money, you know, out? Like, when can I cash in? It depends all on strategy. It it depends what type of investing you're doing. But yeah, for the most part, recommend going into the stock market with some sort of plan and trying to stick to a plan. Yeah, I think... I think definitely for me, that's somebody that might dabble here and there, but definitely someone like you that is definitely interested in it and has already put a lot more emphasis into investing. It's important that, you know, it's playing like the strategy of like, you know, each company is going to, you know, it's, especially when you look in the stock market, you, you, you know, it more than I do. It, it's never, you know, it's never simple. It's always fluctuating. Oh yeah. Uh always going up and down it's going sideways doing everything <laughs> um and yeah like referencing back to nvidia i mean like i'm not currently invested in it but right now if you were you know if you're interested in cards like this you know as they're in this company definitely the time right now is the best time i'd say in a while because of the hype and you know the releasing of these new technology and these cards to get into you know doing some you know in the stock market you know and just testing the waters doesn't mean you have to do it long term but you know dom you know it never hurts to try it once you know it could only just, just you know. don't put in too much money where you know if you lose all of it yeah you're screwed just <laughs> yeah don't do don't, don't bite off more than you can choose what you're saying exactly yeah yeah it, it's like and even compared to like other companies that like you know intel amd like other companies that are successful you're kind of also looking at certain markets that you're interested in and, you know, with the technology market, it's definitely always going to be a, a field that's changing, you know, with technology never stay, you know, someone told me one time that, you know, once someone releases a new product, it's immediately dated. And, you know, I think that is true in a sense. Technology, it fluctuates 
a lot of like you, for remember when Yahoo used to be like bigger than Google? Yeah. So you use Yahoo. Nice thing. Yeah. You know, Google just takes over the positions of companies and the technical uh, market always seem to be changing. It never seems to slow down. And especially with every company trying to one up each other, it's definitely more or less a situation of how can, you know, okay, how can we do better than our other product? Yeah, with companies doing that, that, that definitely benefits the consumer a lot because, I mean, look at this. We as consumers just got graphics cards four times faster than the previous generation of graphics cards, which would be the 30 series. Yeah. And I think at best point, like as the article, will, I'll try to yeah wrap it up here with this. The article, I quote, um, when you upgrade to the GeForce RTX 40 series, you're not just getting the fastest GPUs in existence. You're being welcomed into the world of the most advanced GPU, GPU ecosystem filled with applications and technologies that leverage our decades of experience, industry-leading AI, and class-leading hardware to enhance your PC experience every second of every day. And I think that, I mean, it's a great way to sum it up, basically, you know. Like we said, this is a, this is a card that a lot of people are going to be interested in. It's a card that, you know, Dom, you definitely know things about graphics cards and, you know, like you touched on earlier, you know, into your engineering degree, there's a lot that goes into it. Like you said, it's a lot of, uh, building graphics cards. It's very interesting process. Half of which I don't know, probably more than half of which, <laughs> 99% of which I don't know, but I have some idea of how, what goes in with them, but yeah, graphics cards are definitely one of, uh, most fascinating things in my opinion. Because, you know, you got a billion little things doing a billion different things just to have one output. Yeah, well said, my friend. Um, well, yeah, this is our article for this week, um, everybody. Um, NVIDIA releasing our new RTX series, 40 series of graphics cards and video cards. Definitely a, a big change in, in the technology field. And I know a lot of people are excited about it. And I am, me and Dom are both one of, are both people that are excited for this um, new series of cards. Doesn't mean I'm going to drop maybe 900 bucks or how much they're on it, but even for like a 40, 60 on the lower end, but definitely it's pretty cool that, you know, how, how things are advancing and it's pretty cool. Definitely interesting. Yeah. Well, everyone, thanks for being here on this episode of Technology. We had a good time discussing the new technology news this week, and we hope you did too. We will see you in the next one. Take care.